I also want to let you know that Andrew has finally drunk enough bourbon, so it looks like he has a reasonable single portion of bourbon. <laughs> I did it for you. <laughs> wait, wait, so you so guys feel more comfortable. Half of it. So yeah, no, he drank more than half of it. Oh, so so it was more than just a quad because I assume a normal amount of bourbon is like a double pour. So uh, it was a lot. Tough. So really, he probably had more. He had like a he had a what we call a pent or a uh, what is, wait what's a six six added a hex. A, a hex sounds pretty cool. Yeah, a sept a sept of bourbon. <laughs> that actually really most numeric uh, qualifiers sound great when you're talking about booze. I'll take an octagon of whiskey, an octagon of gin. <laughs> A dodecahedron of of brandy. Andrew's now just like also like worst Sesame Street ever. Andrew's also just now naming shapes. He's like, I'll like a rhombus of your best rum. (laughs) A rumbus, please. A rumbus. (laughs) A line of wine. A line of wine. Swish. Boom. 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 Technically a shape. Kind of. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. But then you're like, I mean, do you actually mean a line segment or do you mean a line just extending infinitely in both directions? Comes, I that, mean an infinite line that of is wine. Not, that is not a bounded quantity of beverage, <laughs> sir. Hence the fun. Man, what a nerd. <laughs> yeah, Jesus have Christ. A, give me a ray of gin. I've had hey, a hard week. Hey, hey, Andrew. Hey, hey Andrew. Mary. Hey, Mary. Um, yeah. You can't have a line of wine. That's just a wine straw. And those kill turtles. Oh, shit. Turtle killers. Turtle killers. I guess I forgot. I forgot that wine was poison to turtles. <laughs> but <laughs> hi, welcome to Categorical Oracle, the podcast where I and two guests give neglected topics their organizational due. I'm Thomas Johnston, and with me this week are fellow oracles Mary Johnston and Andrew Crawford. What's going on, guys? Oh, so I see you. You you let you didn't let us read our names. This you is, just this you just decided you're going to do this, this for us. Highly irregular. Yeah, this is. Um, <laughs> Look, 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 I run a tight ship. You guys are supposed to be nice <laughs> and disciplined, or I will wow, mute your is... microphones. I will cut you right out. <laughs> I'm, he's also doing all the editing. <laughs> <laughs> we have been crafting original categories for each other <laughs> on our lists. Every episode, we compare notes and select the best category for each item. This week, the topic is shuffle, 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 real monuments to fictional characters. <laughs> uh Tom. So Mary, I I understand that you're you're on a podcast with the Outrageous Mechanisms family. Are you, you're on is it is it, is it Crypt Creepers, Crypt Keepers? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Crypt <laughs> Creepers with you, the show that you belong to. Oh, we're very I, grateful. We're very grateful that you offered that you offered to uh, to uh, pinch hit when uh, Kelly was unavailable. But I didn't realize that this means you were going to be hosting a beer hall putsch on our podcast. <laughs> For starters, I think that, that that's Godwin's law. You, comparing me to Nazi Germany is, is not cricket. And our other guest is um, Andrew Crawford. Is am I am I saying that right? I, close I, enough. Close enough. You know, honestly, right. I, I, whatever whatever you're comfortable with. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. You just get just get close to it. Call me. Here's, and, here's and, call and me I understand that you, you also are, you're a producer on Crypt Keep Crypt Creep Creepers <laughs> Crypt Creepies. <laughs> what the? Crypt Crappers. Call it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. 
<laughs> I think we have, our, I think we have our, our, our April Fool's episode name. <laughs> I feel like that Thomas came in with like, like out of four with like a little jape about being the host of our show. And then we immediately turned him into a Nazi. <laughs> and a crapper. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like better or worse than a Nazi debate? Um, are you kidding? <laughs> there, there is some overlap. Is it, better, is it better to be something that every human being we hope on every person on Earth is, or is it better to be a Nazi? I mean, I'm biased. Cause I, I've I, I've never heard my father fart, so I have some bias in that regard. I just assume some people just don't have bowel issues. Are you suggesting? Yeah. So, yeah. Are you saying that your dad might this be is, a Nazi? <laughs> Wow. No, but like, it's a bit of an awkward thing for, black, for a black Nazi. Black Nazi. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how well that would work out. I mean, but, I feel like uh, there are at least at least two or three black exploitation movies I can immediately call to mind that feature black Nazis. Fair, fair. I mean, it's a it's a top it's a synthesis rich with you know, uh, p- uh, p- punching punching social commentary. Maybe I did have too much bourbon. Oh my gosh, I'm just I'm just so brilliant Kids, right now. This is what happens when you drink seven inches of bourbon, <laughs> Andrew. You're just embracing your Kentucky heritage. Yeah. Well, yeah. welcome back to the that's blue why. Guys. That's why. I Are you trying to say biting social commentary? Punching is what no, I actually said, and like, I stick it's to always, it. it Thumping social, about- <laughs> Pumping social commentary. <laughs> Pumping about, like- social commentary. Dumping social commentary. And we come back full circle. Look at that. Crappers. Where's the Nazis? <sighs> we'll fix it all in post. This will all just become a big thing about how, like, there are good points on both sides and John McCain never did anything wrong. <laughs> It'll be. We'll fix it all in post. Andrew will be drinking soda instead of bourbon. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. I think that soda is really kicking in. <laughs> That's what happens when you drink seven inches of soda. People are like, is he peeing? What's <laughs> happening? No, 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 you have to, you have to like the editor in voice, though. It's Something like, else. guys, I think I drank too much root beer. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love the idea of uh, when you said we'll fix it in post, the first thing I thought you meant was Nazism. So... <laughs> I'm on well, it, guys. That, that, that's that's culturally, that. culturally. When... Hey, Andrew, could you edit out all the Nazism? Would that be possible? Yeah. On it. Done. No problem. So, real monuments to fictional characters. Mary, you got some thoughts on that? I don't have some thoughts. I'm supposed to be the host of this episode. <laughs> Mary, Mary, I will cede the floor to you. You may drive the topics because you are my precious, delightful little baby sister. Oh, yeah, just little cute little diaper and a little bouncy house. <laughs> diaper and a bouncy house. <laughs> that like that's a disaster way That's like a, a recipe for just so much pink eye. Just, just having, having like Having like a little little quarter inch of bourbon in your in your milk bottle, so you don't whine too much when your teeth are coming in. Just Aww. you know, is there anything else the with it? <laughs> no, it's just bourbon, just bourbon and milk. Just a few drops of bourbon, bourbon and milk. So it is milk. Is so that a white Russian a baby highball? <laughs> a baby highball sounds like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, baby whiskey, whiskey for babies. <laughs> Dairy whiskey. All right. First, Dr. Our... Johnston's medicinal infant whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Newborn whiskey. Mm. Roll up. Roll up. Uh. All right. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to talk so I can interrupt you again. <laughs> hey, you did it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is super feeling himself. <laughs> oh, man, I've been drinking so much. Fresca over here. <laughs> All right. First on our list, we have. So today we're doing uh, very real monuments to extremely fictional characters. 
these you mean not dot- like, like not like sort of fictional characters. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, we do kind of have a sort of fictional character at the end of this list. Oh, so yeah. I think that there are things oh, that are sort of oh. fictional. Um, I would put forward uh, Davy Crockett as a sort of fi- sort of fictional character. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Paul sort Bunyan, mythic. <laughs> Certainly, Paul Bunyan. <laughs> oh, I, I also I was shocked to find that. We did not have any religious statues on this list. <laughs> Bill Maher style. Oh, I'm sorry. Would you like to you know, blast you know back who to loves when you're 15 years old? Statues of fictional people. Look, Catholics. I'm sorry, Thomas. Would you like me to drive you to the nearest Barnes and Noble where you can take all the Bibles and put them in the fictions? <laughs> and then, and then, oh, and then sneak a peek at a Playboy. Um, first on our list, we're starting in our own backyard for at least uh, two thirds of us. The home base. Be an Android? Wait, hold on. <laughs> the, home, the home base, as it were. Yeah. Uh, the And we're talking about the Bronze Fonz, which stands proudly in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Well, proudly behind a, a kind of okay Chinese restaurant right on the river. Yeah. Just a little bit obscured from main view, but still enough to draw people. Do you know why it stands there? I actually do not. Well, so <laughs> I, well, I'll tell you the only way I know how reading with a notes. song <laughs> words in 2007, uh, the Visit Milwaukee Council suggested that perhaps we would like to build a bronze fawn statue <laughs> and started to raise. And started to raise the $85,000 it would cost to build such statues. Wow. <laughs> Outcry from the local arts community was immediate and very blunt. They stood in sharp opposition of erecting the bronze fonds. Originally, uh, the bronze fonds were supposed to stand um, at the corner of... Um, Wisconsin and water. Oh, damn. So in a much more <laughs> That's a very prominent, prominent, very prominent yeah. location where a man, a one Mike Brenner, owned a local gallery in spinning distance from that. And is also was also the executive director of the Milwaukee Artist Resource Network. So he came out against the, the quote unquote, that stupid Fonzie sculpture. <laughs> and uh, threatened to close his gallery and resign from his position uh, if it were erected. Oh, snap. The response to him was even more swift and, bl- and blunt <laughs> when people started sending him and calling him and leaving voicemails threatening to kill him. <laughs> Wait, so, 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 so why isn't the statue on the corner of Milwaukee and Water then? <laughs> uh, actually, let's hear some of those. Pompous, who says you're the harbinger of all good things of art? Who made you the expert? Who made you God? Fonzie, there's not room for you and Fonzie in the same uh, city? Yeah, I think you had a problem. Maybe you're closing because you weren't doing that well in business in the first place. Have a good life. Good news to see you posers are leaving town. Hi, I'm phoning from Canada. I was just uh, looking at um, planning a trip to Milwaukee, and I was on the website looking around, and I came across Mr. Brenner's comments about them putting up a nostalgic statue, and um, I guess I just have a comment for Mike Brenner. Why don't you yard the stick out of your butt? I'm not sure I would want to visit your city now. <laughs> Yikes. <I don't> hear- <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it doesn't get any more Milwaukee than that. <laughs> I will uh, I will say that it just, just before everyone freaks out, uh, Mike Brenner is still alive. 
Uh, <laughs> no one followed through with the threats. But 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 should he be? I is guess he still, is the question. Is he still in charge of the Bratwurst Art Association or whatever it is? <laughs> He's not. So <laughs> oh, did so, he resign? Was he? Yes. So um, so the of the bronze funds was erected uh, in a slightly more subdued section of the Milwaukee Riverwalk, mm-hmm. and um, and in keeping with his word. Mike Brenner did resign and now uh, ho- now is the owner of a Milwaukee microbrewery. Huh. Hmm. So the statue How was unusual. Un- hmm. sure. The statue was unveiled on August 18th, 2008. Um, and most of the Happy Days cast, including uh, Henry Wrinkler, arrived. Excuse me. Hen- Henry Wrinkler? <laughs> Henry <laughs> Skating Wrinkler. <laughs> I said Winkler. You did say Winkler. <laughs> yeah, you did. Say, yes, you did. <laughs> Henry, I never iron Winkler. <laughs> uh, most of the Happy Day cast, including Henry Winkler, attended the the unveiling. Um, and Winkler's uh, only comment about his the statue in his likeness was, "It's unbelievable." <laughs> Yeah, that's got to be really creepy to visit. I mean, not only a statue that is purportedly of you, but it's like of you as a fictional person in from the past. Yeah, and your past and the distant, the more distant past, and the past within the show itself too. My God, there's there's levels of historical accuracy here. Right, right. This would be like you, Mary, attending the unveiling of a bronze statue of the Mother Mary that is made to look like you when you were 14 years old. (laughs) Be weird. Um, Real, Real weird. I don't mind the bronze fonts, actually. Yeah, it's fine. I, I think yeah. it's fine. I wish it was of Laverne and Shirley instead. Yeah. I think that that's even more Milwaukee-focused and and celebrates our, our brewery tradition. I think it should well, be. Well, coming out of a smoke-filled room of, of undoubtedly cigar-chomping men trying to stir up uh, tourism business for uh, Milwaukee. Who's surprised? Uh, if uh, is the smoke-filled room smoky because they're smoking a cheese in there? <laughs> Mary, please a sausage. It's all those bratwurst grits. Yeah, the room's not vented right. <laughs> but um, are do you guys have any other comments you'd like to make before we dive into categories? I, I, yes. You know, Can we talk about the enormous elephant in the room? Yeah, it's weird that it's colorized, right? It's so <laughs> weird. There's actually a lot weird about it, but that yeah. is weird. So it's yeah. bronze, but his jacket is black. His, his pants face are... is bronze, mm-hmm. right? His hands are bronze. Yeah, all skin is bronze. His pants, though, his, his... hair is bronze. <laughs> Just go name things. The shoes are made of bronze. <laughs> Smile, uh, bronze teeth. Actual human teeth. <laughs> oh god! But his pants are are turquoise. Right. Uh, turquoise well, to like like a like an electric turquoise is what I would say. I it's it, but also as though they had, they had been spray painted on. It's not um, it's not a clean look. I guess statue so wise. I saw I read an article in my research that like a couple of years ago they kind of freshened it up and the pants look better now or really? look better in quotes. They're more blue. They they touched it up. Um, I, I think say, probably because I think we might like that even less. The issue was that no, they were in fact probably too because, blue. Probably because <laughs> you know the crotch area was starting to get a little bit from all the pictures of people like you know being hilarious with the statue. I mean, for for good luck, <laughs> you go through just give them a little tappy tap. I mean, only for luck. Yeah, yeah. And also, so this what I read though is that the 
whoever this organization, the city fathers, were the ones who insisted that it be colorized and that the <laughs> artist originally wanted it to just be a bronze statue, you know, like a sane, normal statue would be. And they were like, no, I mean, if the jeans aren't blue, how are they going to know? How are they going to know he's wearing pants? They, what, what if they think he's wearing a pair of chinos or khakis? <laughs> I think they're just like full nude. They'd be like, his face is bronze and so are his pants. The fonts is nude. It's publicly indecent. The fonts is Starkers. Wouldn't it be great if it was just a statue of the David with the fonts' head and, and two thumbs up? Full penis. What if it was an anatomically correct naked statue? <laughs> Of, of the funds, and it was dressed in clothes, and there was like somebody whose job it was to replace the tattered clothing on this nude statue at regular intervals. Man, oh no, the leather jacket's been stolen from the bronze funds. You can definitely force clothes onto it. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Uh, yeah, people force t shirts and stuff onto it. <laughs> I'm yeah. stupid. Yeah, touch his crotch, man. <laughs> Take a picture. Yeah. yeah. One thing I will note about it, uh, so the color is um, alarming. Alarming. The size is also alarming. Yes. Like It's funny because I think it's 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 so anatomically tiny. correct to Henry. Whoa. What? Hold on. <laughs> I do not know if that means what you think it means. <laughs> it's, Mary, please. It's anatomically correct to the fawns. <laughs> to the fawns. So. So. Mm. <laughs> Henry Winkler is six foot, is five foot six. <laughs> you know, what is, is that going to the Fonz? Who is face short? Henry Winkler is six foot four. The Fonz is five foot three. <laughs> um, and so it's quite a wee statue. It's not much taller than me. It's an inch taller than I am. Yeah. And it, it doesn't really look real. But then you see a photo of him alongside and you're like, oh my. Yeah. Oh, the, that he would be that tall. Yeah. yeah. If you see pictures, oh. of them, they're exactly the same size. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's interesting. You know, we're used to seeing this is this is being like snooty uh, and maybe too heady. But like, I guess we're used to seeing statues. Like, I was thinking if he was going to be in a main thoroughfare, like, were they going to put him on a plinth or something? Or was the statue going to be bigger? We're used to statues that are probably larger than life size, mm-hmm. or are like, you look up at them. Or like so on a horse, encounter... let's say, which would have been yeah. a great addition. <laughs> a equestrian font. font actually, I how great would Fawn's water ski shark statue be? <laughs> yeah, jumping the shark. I think the, I think the Arts Council would not have had any arguing against that. I mean, that that's point. just... That, that's, that's just cultural heritage. That's just that's important. That, yeah. That indeed might have cost, you know, $160,000, you know, the, <laughs> the price of two Land Rovers, and so been completely out of the budget. Yeah. But it's very wee. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of actually like that it's not on like a giant, it's a giant like base because then you yeah. can like get right up on it and take pictures. I think that that's kind of <clears> like fun. Crotch. I think it's kind of fun <laughs> for like you know public art. Also, the Fonz is a greaser of the people. We yeah. can say, yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah, feet are firmly on the ground. I do think <laughs> that they could have made him just a tiny bit bigger. Okay, but then, but then like, think how insulting it would be for Winkler when he comes <laughs> to stand by the statue, which is you know just like a foot taller than he is. The size, the, t- the height of an average American man. I think what we're doing is inadvertently <laughs> reenacting exactly the conversation they had. They're like, they're like, Henry's coming. We can't insult him. We raised so much money for this bronze. <laughs> I also love the idea that, like, so, so again, not to not to harp on the fact that the statue and it's it's uh, uh, Henry Winkler are quite uh, short, but diminutive, diminutive. Yes, but I feel like um, I. I when you watch Happy Days, which I haven't done in some time, you know you don't pick up on the idea that he's a short person, which makes no. me wonder, like, how tall is Ron Howard? 
<laughs> Ron Howard barely. Ron, How- Ron Howard is yeah. seven foot three, four hundred and twenty pounds. <laughs> Just dense. He is roughly room. the size of the Big Show of WWE fame. <laughs> maybe every, maybe it's like. <clears throat> Being in a movie with Tom Cruise and everyone's just walking around in little ditches to make him look normal size. <laughs> little ditches. Every little scene ditches. featuring ditches. the fonts also involves everyone else standing in a hole. <laughs> um, the people who worked on Happy Days had to have uh, immense amount of therapy because they really understood trench warfare in a way that hadn't been understood in a while. <coughs> just put uh, lifts on the fonts. I mean, Potsy, Potsy got trench foot. <laughs> you know? How do you think they found the name Potsy? Standing in a pothole. <laughs> it's an in joke for the cast. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all like, we're all Potsies here. Yeah, wink. Except for Henry. <laughs> Henry, Henry's wandering around in giant platform shoes. <laughs> Where do you think he got his nickname Wrinkler from? <laughs> Wrinkler. He's always on roller skates. <laughs> Not not so much for the smooth move, but for the height. <laughs> He's actually terrible at skating. It's just he just stomps everywhere and <laughs> constantly falling down. Uh, Are you ready for categories? I am so ready for categories. Okay. So I like actually I'm totally fine with the bronze fonts. Mm. I do wish that I do think if there's anything wrong with it, it's that it's not bigger and more ostentatious. <laughs> so I called this a small blunder. <laughs> Okay, I don't, that one really worked on me. I'm not, I'm not gonna let <laughs> you. That joke it. just like really hit my funny bone. Yeah, it would be better if it was bigger. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I um, because my, my my the concept behind my category is quite simple. Uh, simply put, um, the Fonz, the character is uh, from Milwaukee in the show Happy Days, and thus is a hometown boy. So I went with the term hometown alloy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Mine is uh, mine is a little bit of a it's a story in an enigma in a joke. The year is nineteen ninety six. I am eleven years old. We're visiting Disney World, celebrating the twenty fifth anniversary of the Disney World Park, the Cinderella Castle, perhaps the most iconic piece of kitsch architecture in the world has been defaced. Disney has seen fit to outfit their castle with what could only be described as an obscenity. They put a bunch of pink fiberglass on it and made the whole thing look like the worst, fakest, terrible 25th birthday cake imaginable. You look at pictures of this and it makes you want to vom. Wow. And that's why the bronze fonts, which is a beautiful bronze statue of an icon a legend, a man, a city, a canal, Panama, is now colorized and 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 it's an obscenity. Therefore, it is a Disney 25th anniversary cake castle. That's a deep cut. Well presented. <laughs> well, pres- well presented argument. I um. So I feel like uh, Thomas would like a category. I feel like this is a Mary this time around. Small blunder. Small blunder. Small because blunder. it made me laugh so. <laughs> You, so you, deeply. You chortled. Not I'll a lot, but it. like just with a lot I of like gusto. It. I actually kind of like that. I kind of like the pink castle looking back on it because now you know they would never do something like that. It's just such a bone maneuver. <laughs> so bad. And it stayed that way for like 14 months, I think. So yeah, like like more time. than a year. <laughs> uh. All right. Moving swiftly along. <laughs> Next, we're talking about we're going um, 
We're we're leaving our native land and we're going to Odessa, U- the Odessa Ukraine. To- Odessa the Ukraine. <laughs> Odessa Ukraine. Um, to see a the the first and as far as I know only serious monument to Darth Vader. <laughs> Previously, in Odessa, which is a um, a port city um, full of factories and and shipyards and that sort of thing. Um, there was the statue in an old factory courtyard of, uh, Vladimir Lenin, um, who's not terribly popular in the Ukraine these days. <laughs> so they, you know, the Ukraine passed a bunch of bills that were like, yep, let's get rid of all these Soviet, uh, these Soviet monuments that we don't really want anymore. Perhaps the United States could take a similar, um, tactic with some of our confederate <laughs> statues there goes my opening joke statues we have <laughs> <laughs> let's get rid of them um, but let's keep the stolen ones for fear yeah right yeah, yeah. Those so, ones the statue, are, those ones are so the statue like many others was just scheduled to be simply demolished and then a local artist stood up and said hey i've got a different solution let's in case let's just in case this existing lenin statue um, with a few different titanium pieces um, and create the world's first monument to Darth Vader instead. Rather like how Anakin Skywalker was turned into Darth Vader <laughs> after he was burned in the lava fires on Mustafar. Much like how Vladimir Lenin was burned in the lava fires on, I don't know, part of Russia? That's a bad joke. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be winners. But Just what's really fun about this is, like, the pose that Lenin was in was sort of like, you know, like kind of a classic, classic Soviet hand against heart looking <laughs> forward into the future. And uh, it works remarkably well for a statue of Darth Vader. So Lenin's long coat has become Darth Vader's flowing cape. The clenched fist now holds a lightsaber. Um, and they have a plaque underneath it, which pokes fun at Soviet propaganda that says, Darth Vader, to the father of our nation, from its grateful children and stepchildren. <laughs> uh, also, if you're in the vicinity of this statue, um, you'll find that your phone will suddenly buzz and inform you that there's a free Wi-Fi network available. <laughs> and that's because there's an access point concealed in the statue's helmet providing free Wi-Fi to uh, people from the dark and light side. <laughs> uh, that really, that last part really sticks out, doesn't it? <laughs> the the like, that they have Wi-Fi? I mean, like... They were like, it's the future. Star Wars. It's like, just to be fun. Yeah. It's fun. We like to have fun here in Odessa. I wonder if um, I wonder if uh, the artist was like, I wonder if Alexander uh, Milvo was just like, you know what? Let's just do it. Yeah. Was like, you know what? We got we got we got some space. I'm I'm plonking this helmet on top of Lenin's dome. Let's get some height. Let's just let's just stick let's just stick a uh, a Cisco router in there. It's fine. I mean, it's it's such a good example of what to do with all the Confederate statues. Just you know, cram some cram some uh, fiber optics in those just, bad boys. Just yeah. just just fill them full of Google fibers. Yeah. Man. <laughs> So I, I, I think this is a pretty funny and rad choice. It's sort of odd that the Ukraine is like, yeah, Darth Vader, why not? Have you um, – so looking at the statue, though, you can tell it used to be a leaden statue and not just because I am an aficionado of such things. But, like, you'll notice that they didn't get rid of the sleeves on the hands. So he kind of <laughs> looks like he's sort of a 
pirate concept art Darth Vader a little bit, and the <laughs> boots rubber. aren't quite right. He he's sort of a sort of a Captain Morgan Darth Vader, which I think is great. I love yeah. that. That's great. Perhaps he's like a sort of a a seventies disco Darth Vader with a with a heavy with a heavy cuff. It's sort of a Soviet yeah. Ralph McQuarrie. That's what we're going with, right? right? Like that's yeah. right. And, and maybe maybe you know maybe George should have thought about this when he was making. Maybe <laughs> Vader needed a little bit more kind of like Soviet commissar energy. Maybe maybe they really should have just leaned into the pirate of it all. Maybe he yeah. should have just been a pirate. <laughs> or just given him a, a light sickle instead of a saber. Would that have been confusing? If he was Yar, a pirate. Yarby laser cutlass thirsts for ye blood. <laughs> if he was a pirate, would then uh, would then he be Han Solo's father? Since uh, oh. Lando's always calling him you old pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. The entire movie, the, like Darth Vader is very over the top piratey, but all the Imperials maintain that sort of like weird British Nazi vibe and nothing else about it changes. <laughs> Luke, <laughs> I be your sire. Yar. <laughs> Yar. No. <laughs> uh, Andrew, would you, would you oh, reveal I, your category? I would love to. So um, my category, you know, it's, it's really straightforward. I think uh, I went with... Um, because this sort of speaks to the idea of not just fictional characters, but sort of uh, mythically big char- fictional characters being made into monuments, I went with uh, Mythologic Colossus. Very nice. Yeah. Thomas? Yes. So the fall of the Eastern Bloc was probably, for many people, good on a whole, but maybe hard on an individual level in the short term. So that... It, and Darth Vader is, of course, an iconic 80s character. So that's why this one is indulgent 80s nostalgia, colon, like a robust manufacturing sector and a social safety net. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um, I just mostly focused on the fact that this was a this was uh, a piece of public art um, that was covered up. Uh, hastily, as if it was like kind of the Watergate scandal. So I called it the village. I called it the Village Green smokescreen. <laughs> oh man, that's so. I think it's between you two. That was a good one. I think it's Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. I vote for me. <laughs> yar, yar. I declare myself the winner. Yar. Just, just like Nixon would have, and probably did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hmm. All right, we're next we're bouncing back to the Midwest for Detroit <laughs> sometime in the future. Mm. Detroit Rock City. <laughs> um to talk Life-size about Life-size statue of Kiss. To talk, <laughs> if only. To talk about the uh much ballyhooed RoboCop statue. So in February uh 2011, a a humorous tweet went out to the Detroit mayor David Bing, and asked if there would be a RoboCop statue uh, included in his new Detroit proposal, uh, which was planning to turn Detroit back into a prosperous city again. When Bing said that there was no such plan, the war of us reached the internet, and Kickstarters were, found, were funded immediately, and people poured money at this thing, and they eventually raised uh, $67,000 to build this RoboCop. So, because this was sort of like a little bit of like a, this was a Kickstarter project, money kind of came in fits and sparts, and uh, the the scope kept increasing and getting bigger the more money they had. First, they were like, this is going to be a seven-foot-tall statue. They're not making the mistake of the bronze fonts. Yeah. Then they were like, no, 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 this is going to be a ten-foot-tall statue. Um, 
And so now they're just kind of trying to find a home for this this thing. It's completely <laughs> built. They're ready to erect it, but it's just hanging out in this warehouse in Detroit waiting to be deployed. Which somehow feels very, very Detroit. Agreed. And, and, and yeah. very RoboCop. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But um, <clears throat> as of last spring... Uh, the Michigan Science Center um, said that they would, in fact, find a home for it and uh, are making room in their imagination station to erect <laughs> this thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, this. So amazing. what's it made out of? I mean, I think it's mostly made out of fiberglass. Hmm. I got you. Okay. Because uh, when I was reading about it, it, it seems baffling because it's been described as both being li- life-size and also 10 feet tall. And it's not. Like, no, it's not. I was like, like, have you guys seen RoboCop? He's not 10 feet tall. No. Um, also. Maybe, I think maybe like seven feet tall is believable because RoboCop's really tall. So maybe that was a part of it. But now it might be over 10 feet tall because if you see pictures a of A glorious like, 30 foot tall statue. Well, it seems really big. Like if you see pictures of, yeah, of people yeah, no, standing it's, it's next huge. to like the parts of it, they're like, like his leg is like as tall as like a woman. A dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Also, I like that he's super tall. I also like that the that the mayor is trying to kick off the like we're gonna go into the future of prosperity and happy times and good times and they're like you want a statue of that cyborg cop who does a lot of violence when Detroit <laughs> becomes a massive hellhole in this beloved eighties movie. I do like <laughs> that David like, Bing uh, apparently no. <laughs> like interacted with this and was like ha ha like seemed charmed by it. He probably was just like the the ultimate politician, and he's like, you know, uh, RoboCop is an important and great Detroiter, just like every great Detroiter. <laughs> he's like, I've heard, constituent, I have heard your voice. I mean, honestly, I, I love so many things about this, both these sort of weird, um, not quite ironic, but like the the these sort of. Um, Meta meta text meta narrative element of like yeah the new Detroit proposal where we're going to change the city about a movie that was about changing the city but it went bad and of course this thing has gone bad so there's some some fun parallels there my biggest complaint is that I feel like the they missed a really good opportunity to to draw to the underlying themes within the film RoboCop which of course is that um, RoboCop is uh, technology Jesus as we all can uh-huh. as is has been uh-huh. often cited. So why don't make it sort of a Cristo Redentor, uh, Rio de Janeiro style, gigantic uh, Robocop statue. Just like in, I'm sorry, uh, you mean the largest fictional character statue oh. in the world? Wow, wow, wow. See my movie, Religulous. <laughs> um, Thomas, would you like to reveal your category to us? Uh, I would love to. Uh, Robocop obviously is indulgent 1980s nostalgia, you know, like a robust manufacturing sector and a social safety net. <laughs> uh, fair. Fair. Poor Detroit. <laughs> uh, Poor Detroit. Yeah. Um, so I'm of two minds. On the one hand, I like how like scrappy all of this is to be like, we want this thing. We're going to fund this thing. But it also feels like sort of like dark and a little bit libertarian <laughs> to me where it's like the people will build the statues that they want and the statues that they want are a fictional <laughs> characters from movies that are not like awesome. <laughs> they have, have an uncharitable view of the future yeah, of the city of right? Detroit. Like, these are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, probably there are lots of historic, like, maybe we should have, like, real people from Detroit so, as statues. Counterpoint, shouldn't all statues be of people who shot someone else in the dick? <laughs> <laughs> or, 
<laughs> counterpoint to your counterpoint. No, please, yes. Maybe it's not like a hard and fast binary. All statues have also been are based on people who have shot somebody in the dick. But maybe it's like if you shoot somebody in the dick, you get a statue. I think that's a fair rule. Yeah, because that you know that's depending on the dick. It's a very precise shot. I think even the largest dick that's still a fairly precise shot. <laughs> 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 and that deserves a damn sixty-six thousand dollars statue. Um, kickstart uh, it. Let's just kickstart, kickstart it. the dick statue fund. But it made oh, me man. think of like, and it also made me think of like, wait, there are people in the world who will give sixty-seven thousand dollars <laughs> to Detroit for a statue that doesn't even have a home yet, and yet, like, and yet, like, we can't fund the schools. Yeah, the the, the cops. Did actually they, they didn't go on strike, but they did put up a sign that said, "We can't protect you." <laughs> so <laughs> the cops like, spent their last farthing on a sign that said, "Don't <laughs> call us; we'll call you." <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's not great. It's yeah. not great. Yeah. So by this logic, our, uh, our 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 cityscape should be like littered with like feuding like Pepe the Frog statues <laughs> and like you know dank meme statues well every city will have a monument to ninja from Fortnite. like it's, it's, it's bad guys it's bad we yeah, are, it's we are living in the robocop future now except it takes so so long to like build any of this stuff <laughs> that we would just be getting our first like dramatic what's that thing dramatic Woodchuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. The chipmunk, dramatic chipmunk. Yeah. We'd be in our first dramatic chipmunk statue installed, like, right about now. Oh, um, man. I just, I just came up with a great alternate category for this one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll buy that for $64,000. <laughs> right. Um, so it made me think of, like, other times where people are like, no, 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 we're going to fix up the city and make it great. Um, so I called this urban reviralization. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. What sort of man is he? <laughs> um, so I went with another uh, hometown alloy for this, even though apparently mm-hmm. he's made out of. Uh, the, and, and just to clarify, I know the statue is not made out of metal, but Robocop, Robocop. is. Yeah. So uh-huh. I think it still counts. Not many people know that. <laughs> Inside baseball, for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> People think robots are made out of candy, but nope, metal. <laughs> That's the ticket. <laughs> That's the ticket. <laughs> you think it's all wood, wood, coal, but no. People always think all robots are made out of metal, but very similar to George Washington's teeth, they were made out of wood. <laughs> made, out of, made out of hippo ivory, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what was yours again, Mary? Urban revitalization. I'm inclined towards that one, I think. Yeah, let's go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnsons are crushing it. My gosh. Crushing it. I better bring it. All right. We're we're leaving the United States again. We're going to Budapest, Hungary now. And we're finding a curious statue of um, the beloved TV series detective, also based on probably a novel, uh, Columbo. So this was installed fairly recently in 2014 at the estimated cost of a little bit less than a one RoboCop at $63,000. <laughs> I like thinking is... about what kind of ugly SUVs these cost the same at, like, at the cost of one, of one Denali. It was... Mm. <laughs> um, he's made of bronze and was part of an overall rejuvenation area for sort of like a little like shopping park area mm-hmm. of Budapest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but no one can really uh, explain exactly why they chose Columbo <laughs> for this art piece. So the statue is of him looking befuddled wearing his wearing his Mac trench coat. Um, and then what appears to be a murdered frog is is positioned <laughs> later, like a little bit farther away. And then there is a droopy-faced basset hound sitting in front of him, who Columbo apparently does have a dog in his st- in in the stories and in the uh, TV show, who he simply calls Dog, um, as if he's some sort of dirtbag hot couch guy from college. <laughs> no, no, dirtbag hot couch. Their dogs all have names like Kristoff because they're like trying to train them to be like attack dogs, like in German, you know. <laughs> sure. What's really funny about this is they didn't mold, they didn't like car, they didn't uh, model and then cast the dog the way it looks in the TV series or even it, like as described in the books. Instead, they. <laughs> There's a local sort of like stray beloved dog that they decided to make this dog look like. So Columbo appears to be trying to solve a murder of an amphibian while looking at a local dog. (laughs) This this all sounds very normal, very normal and good. You You know what this is? This is the most elaborate and frankly beautiful piece of fan fiction that has ever been produced. <laughs> so when when pushed to explain why this was why this was done, um, local city council like city council members explained that well, actor Peter Falk, who played Columbo, may have in fact been related to the 19th century Hungarian political figure Miska Falk, although for whom the street that is positioned is named, although they have never actually been able to connect the American folks to the Hungarian roots on this side of the family. And there's no basis in reality for any of it, but you know, Columbo, who doesn't love him? So this isn't like Columbo is like the Jerry from Lewis of, of, of Budapest or something. No, hmm. no, no. I think no. what you're saying is they, they, <laughs> no. they, they needed a statue. They looked around, they said, ah, oh, Falk it. And put Columbo in there. Yeah. Boom. I mean, like, 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 what do you think this is? Do you think this is like, yeah? Do you think this is like somebody who has, who's like super big Columbo super fan at some some place in the bureaucratic chain? Do you think there was like somewhere they couldn't understand somebody's handwriting, and so they accidentally wound up with this statue of they Columbo? They actually wanted Christopher Columbus. And oi, <laughs> what do they get? Yeah. Columbo. They actually wanted a statue of giant cucumber, and what they ended up with a giant cu- Columbo. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of maybe it's something equally baffling. <laughs> no, yeah, because it is weird, right? It's like this giant cucumber. It's like strange, and they're like, oh, God, what is it? Oh, I don't know. It's a different <laughs> cucumber. And instead, they got Columbo. Yeah, yeah. Hungary is uh, is like we're just gonna really cram it in Prague's eye with all their weird, with all their weird Kafka esque public artworks. We're gonna erect a giant cucumber, and instead they just they just have a an eighties and nineties television star with a local dog and a murdered frog. So weird. Very weird. <laughs> so it is really weird, but also like. Not in a particularly, like, crazy way. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not interesting weird. It's just kind of dumb weird. Yeah, so I called this random acts of benignness. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're, you're working on me today, John. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah, going on. Like, just I, know, like... I know what's going on. You just drank a big gulp of bourbon. <laughs> 
My, uh, for this one, I just called this one, even though Andrew kind of already used my joke. This one's just called No Falking Clue. <laughs> <laughs> like mine's, like mine's. I like it. Um, so I, my, mine is... Um, <laughs> So basically, so this is, it's a bit of a stretch here because we don't really know the reason why there's a Colombo statue in Budapest, but uh, the, the sort of most reasonable seeming theory is that someone is, be- is that is because of uh, Henry Falk, the actor. Now, um, I think the, the fact that the fictional statue, the, the fictional character statue is in a real place because of the real person who played that character led me to the category well cast cast being both the term you use to cast actors and to cast bronze oh dear <laughs> <laughs> i think he was Thomas. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Ah, yeah. ah fuck it no falking way no falking clue uh, that's great uh falk off <laughs> um Okay, so now we're headed back to the States. We're in Aloha, Oregon. The tropical Aloha, Oregon. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like the uh, setting for like a quirky 90s sitcom that like they had eight episodes people people are in love with. Aloha, Oregon. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not real. It's like, it's like, one, wonderfalls. It's like Wonderfalls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out yeah. of my head. It's Wonderfalls <laughs> with ugly Hawaiian shirts. In Oregon. It, and, also, and it also potentially sounds like something that you would fish out of that alarmed red-nosed man in operation. <laughs> His aloha! The aloha organ! <laughs> oh, I think we know what the aloha organ is. The one that means both hello and goodbye. Hello! <laughs> oh, you mean a hand waving? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it waves. <laughs> Swings and, it, and, it, and if you shoot it, you get a statue. <laughs> I think Robocop shot him right in the Aloha. <laughs> Ouch! Please. Ouch, you hit me in the Aloha. Please, the Aloha, oh, Oregon. Aloha. Please. <laughs> Ouch, I've stuffed my Aloha on this weird Budapest dog. <laughs> I've bruised my Aloha, and so I must have nothing left to say to you but Aloha. I thought it was going to be a nice Aloha, but now it's a Kurt Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works right if you've got a dick you're just stubbing it on stuff all the time like a toe <laughs> external, external genitals work that way right depends on yeah, context yeah, yeah. No, you're, yes, like, yes. you're like bonking it into like cornerstones on buildings or like <laughs> grazing cheese graters with it you know it's terrible grazing <laughs> cheese graters ah, you're like frying worst. some bacon and grease spatters on it <laughs> The worst is when all your kids leave all their Legos right, right in your boxer shorts. <laughs> you have to step, and you have to drag your Aloha over them. It's really Aloha humor is the sitting on your balls humor, but for younger men. <laughs> oh, Ooh, gonna, gonna need a second to recover from that one. Have another belt. Have another belt of Diet Coke. <laughs> I'm going to grab a bucket of whiskey. I'll be right back. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 is, 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 is the whiskey hose still plugged in? I can just put it right you, in. Are you going to fill up a kiddie pool full of rum? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, got some, I got some whiskey on my Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, a, I have a real whiskey aloha, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, so in Aloha, Oregon, <clears throat> there rude. stands an enormous rabbit. 
Harvey the Gigantic Rabbit, based on the play and film featuring Jimmy Stewart, Harvey. Well, now, Harvey, you can't shut down the old savings and loan because the good people <laughs> put their trust in it. You're just spiteful and jealous because it's something that you can't have. Silly little spider. Um, so well, this is an interesting situation. <laughs> so the story begins in October uh, 1962, which might explain why Harvey the Giant Rabbit was arrived at. And a big squall ripped through the Pacific Northwest and damaged the Aloha fiberglass Texaco Texaco Big Friends statue. Oh my! Oh, which oh. is which is a um, a relative of a more the more famous Muffler Man. But usually they were kind of like Paul Bunyan figures. They would have like Western hats in you know the, the southern southwestern states in Aloha, Oregon. Usually they looked like lumberjacks, mm-hmm. that sort of thing in the Northwest uh, Pacific Northwest. And um, the owner of that Texaco dragged the big friend statue um, over to the local skilled fiberglass repairman, Ed, to fix it. Um, and so Ed mostly uh, is works on ships. So he's like kind of located in um, a dock, a dock yard area of Aloha. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so like where Darth Vader's in charge of that, that part of it. The- <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, so Ed uh, quoted the owner a price. The owner never returned. So now Ed has this this giant this giant statue. Wait, hold on. Um, so like, are we like. to believe that like in this? What, what? I mean, I guess I don't know how big Aloha is, but I assume it's like a you know three horse town. The, the, the owner of the gas station just like blew away in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tom, I mean, it was a squall. Okay, yeah, so like, dr- it was a, dr- a drifter with a huge fiberglass man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this big Texaco figure is, of course, made out, it's made out of fiberglass. That's how Ed ended up with it. Um, and Ed tried a couple of different things um, to kind of repurpose this giant statue, including once hauling it to a local lake and just floating it out and using it as a boat to fish off of. <laughs> <laughs> just don't sit on his aloha, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but apparently... Yeah, well, that's, that's, what, that's what the sail's attached to. Come but on. apparently, balancing, balancing on a big friend's aloha is not the most pleasant way to spend a day catching freshwater fish. So Ed had to come up with something better. And eventually it hit him. He could just use it as a statue, but he couldn't use it as a Texaco big friend... Because, because then Texaco would come after him and sue him, right? <laughs> and they are I do, I do like that he tried all sorts of other things and then is like, wait a minute. This statue's a statue. <laughs> this statue's a statue. I can just erect this in front of my fiberglass shop to advertise that I'm quite good at fiberglass. I'll erect this in Aloha. Mm. <laughs> so, um, so knowing that he had to mask somehow the fact that this was a Texaco big friend, he did what any sane person would do, lopped off the big friend's head and stuck a giant rabbit on it in honor of his favorite film, Harvey. Um, he said that, you know, in the story, Harvey, uh, in the story, movie, Harvey is a puka who's supposed to bring good luck. Um, and uh, at Boach and quote unquote, at Boach, oh, sorry, this is actually later. And so he put it up for uh, to, you know, advertise his business. Harvey's become a bit of a sensation, so much so that Har- that Ed purchased a giant um, rabbit mascot costume so that every time they have, quote unquote, 
<laughs> so that every time they have boat shows, they can, quote unquote, we can have a guy walking around in a rabbit suit. Wait, okay. So so what he what he's talking about is an Easter Bunny costume, right? I mean, that's what... <laughs> must be, that must be what it is. <laughs> yeah, potentially, like, like, potentially like a, like a weird... Um, a weird Six Flags uh, <laughs> Space Jam Bugs Bunny costume could also fit the bill. Uh, no, it's been a very long time since I saw Harvey, but it, it just... Isn't Harvey invisible? He's invisible to everyone but Jimmy Stewart. So the, the, right. the brilliance of Ed's creation is that everyone gets to be Jimmy Stewart looking at this Harvey. So everyone is, so everyone is mentally ill. I think that is the the upshot. Do people commit to the bit so much they're like, I can see the statue, but I'm sure you can't. Only I'm seeing. <laughs> maybe maybe it's, it's a full on Emperor's New Clothes thing and that you know there's supposed to be a giant statue of a rabbit, so you're like, oh yes, I can see it. What's well, funny is that <laughs> I, having seen I the see photos it. of the statue, uh, it makes it really clear why Harvey was invisible in me because he's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> he's quite scary. Nightmare creature. Do you have any idea how big Harvey is? He's so we've, we've massive. Been, well, he's right? the size of a Texaco Big Friend, right? I mean, those, yeah. those things that we all know about. A standard it's, it's, not, it's not a Texaco big friend. medium friend, okay? <laughs> We're going large. Um, he stands at 26 feet tall. Good uh, lord. But how long is his aloha? Um, <laughs> he stands it, at 26 feet. But you have to understand that also counts as ears. So it's not... Oh, okay. But he weighs okay. uh, 2,500 pounds. Holy smokes. He's a big, he's like a big a rabbit. Yeah. He's a big rabbit. Um... What do we make of Harvey? So it's utterly terrifying looking. (laughs) And I love the stuff I read is like, it's only like, you know, an amateur fiberglass artisan or something. And he never took a lesson. And you're like, yep, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I also love the the description, I think on the actual tourist, uh, the some official website for Harvey, the giant rabbit, uh, the gigantic rabbit was, um, Maybe it tickled me. It was, it's the uh, giant bunnies have a special place in the world of curiosities. Great opening line. I don't know why we just don't use that phrase more often. Giant bunnies have a special place in the world of curiosities. If you want to, if you want to tempt a curiosity <laughs> aficionado, just show them a giant rabbit. But if you bring me a regular bunny, god damn it, I'm not even going to. I'm not here. even going to give you the time of day. Wait, uh, is but, that bunny abnormally and, large? Before you had my. You had my attention. Now you have my interest. <laughs> if I'm at a curiosity shop, they don't have at least a 10 foot tall rabbit. Oh, and yeah. It's not even as big as a RoboCop. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, giant bunnies have a special place in the world of curiosities. First, there is the Easter bunny hopping around with chocolate in a basket <laughs> like he's hit the jackpot of one of our farmer's markets. An actual quote from this Whoa. thing. Wait, hold on. Whoa, wait. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well. Also, so, yeah. wait, so, wait, wait. Is the Easter Bunny supposed to be huge? Do they grow a lot of cacao in um, in uh, Aloha, No, Tom, Thomas, the chickens lay chocolate eggs. That's, that's no. how it works in, in Oregon. <laughs> yeah. in, Aloha. I was, in Aloha. I was just being, being stupid. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Jesus, Thomas. Uh, so if I can pick it back up the description, because we're only halfway through it. Um, and of God. course, and of so so to, so we've, we've touched on the Easter Bunny as and his his, his chocolateering jackpot. Right. Uh, and of course, there's the Energizer Bunny with punk pink and serious drum chops. Wow! What? Wait, hold on, hold on. What the hell? With also, punk also, pink. Well, no, yeah. The Energizer Bunny also I thought was kind of little. Yeah, and and the like, Energizer Bunny is definitely small, like three feet tall. Yeah, at, at most. most. 
Yeah. He's small enough that he can use a dum-dum as a drumstick. Yeah. Also, like, I don't mean to, like, be critical because I'm not a drummer. I don't know how hard it is to play the drums. But I don't think I would say that the Energizer Bunny has, quote, serious drum chops. You don't think that just beating beating a normal, like, a normal one-two rhythm with a, with a pair of blow pops means that you are, like... That you should be uh, the a drummer for Rush. No, Andrew. Andrew, here's here's the deal. Here's the hierarchy of drummers. You have the it Keith is of course, Moon. It is of course Rush number one. Neil Peart. No, please. No. <laughs> number two, the one armed guy <laughs> from Motley Crue. De- number Def three, Leopard. Energizer Bunny. Number four, David Grohl. That's 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 the rank. That's the hierarchy. <laughs> uh, you know what? Thank God for Aloha, Oregon. They really nailed it. <laughs> I do want to meet the person who wrote this and shake their hand. Yeah. <laughs> and shake their weird bunny paw. <laughs> their weird just drumstick slash dum-dum hand. Yeah. That's how they know. Everything is a serious drum chop for them. because they. <laughs> I would also need to lean down because they think all these things are huge, meaning that they must be two feet tall. Yeah, yeah. How big do you think that they think Harvey is? Good Lord. Um, and, and, and the final line uh, of, the, of the description, the Tulalatin Valley? Sure. Um, has its own iconic bunny, Harvey. Mm-hmm. So really, mm-hmm. they're saying Harvey is as important to our culture as both the Easter Bunny and the Energizer Bunny, which, I mean, I think there's a certain level of disparity between those two, I would argue. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking as someone who, as we have well established, does not know the meaning is of Easter. Is the Easter Bunny punk pink, though? Does, he, does he come with punk no, pink? He, he is the establishment, I think we can say at this mm. point. But no, the, the Easter Bunny is the establishment, and the Energized Bunny is just, you know, really the, like the Sex Pistols blasting in and changing everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Easter Bunny is the queen in the boat. Queen on the Queen's Jubilee when the Sex Pistols played the Queen's Jubilee concert on a river. That's too too specific of a reference for anyone to laugh at. But if you get it, you got it. Um, if you get it, I'd like to buy you a ham sandwich, sir. <laughs> I'll buy that for $64,000. Oh, man. So uh, category-wise, I went with, because um, dipping into the, the sort of uh, referenced film and uh, play Harvey, uh, because Harvey himself is a puka, a mythical character, I went with Mythologic Colossus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, he's gigantic. So I like that. Works. I like that. I'll uh, go next. <laughs> wow. Sure. <laughs> Barging right in. Mine is, needs more realism, better if invisible. <laughs> I did village green smoke screen, but I feel like I feel like it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to central Tokyo to peer at a statue of Godzilla outside of a shopping mall. So this is a replacement for an older statue of Godzilla that didn't look menacing enough. So they mm-hmm. put in a new one that had a little bit more flair and fear. Yeah. We don't, um, you don't want to be too comfortable when you're shopping for chinos at the mall. Right. Well, actually, I mean, to be fair, though, the first statue was the what looked like original Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And the new statue looks like uh, from the relatively recent Shin Godzilla that was mm-hmm. fabulously popular in Japan. So it's kind of it, this is sort of like uh, this would be like if in Odessa they decided to replace the Darth Vader statue with an Anakin Skywalker statue. Um it'd be like if they went back to the to the Ewok party scene and decided to remove the only the only real clean shot you get 
of the actor who is who is actually inside of the Darth Vader costume and uh, replace him with a much younger schmuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be exactly like that. <laughs> but no, no one would be so much of a monster so as to do that. Yeah, no. God who would, no. Who would allow, God no. Who would allow that? Um, <laughs> the thing to know about this Godzilla statue, I felt, is that although it is uh, it is standing on quite an enormous... Um, Enormous, what's the word I'm just looking uh, for? Plinth. Plinth. Plinth or pedestal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Concrete um, gimmick that it's standing on. The enormous plinth. It, um, it's only about three meters high. Really? Yes, it's very small. It's very okay. small. Okay. It's very small. Definitely and, look uh, at it. It's the smallest looking, like, like 11 foot statue I've ever seen. <laughs> it's very, well, the pl- I th- that, it includes the plinth of <laughs> For three meters tall. Oh, oh my! <laughs> yeah. So it's so so. I'm like two meters tall. Yeah, it's a little bit taller than a man. Wow! In total, <laughs> in total. So um, wow! So the, the so the inscription on it that says the human race must coexist with Godzilla is easier to imagine. Yeah, Godzilla you can have is one, six feet tall. Yeah, you, I mean you can have one of these things as like a house pet. Yeah, or a no, roommate. No, no, it's like yeah. the size. It's like the size of like uh, like a Great Dane. Maybe. <laughs> like the height of a great day. Not as wide by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which raises the question is there a Marmaduke statue? Should be. Mm. Or a Scooby Doo statue? This mm. statue also is billed as being the biggest statue of Godzilla in Japan. Wow. So this isn't. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the, well, thing. It's it's the whole body like, statue. It's not like it's uniquely the... small. Because they have the statues of Godzilla on this rooftop that's of just his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can like get a picture, which is actually really cool looking. Um,. But but it's just his head so that they can say this is the only this is the biggest full size Godzilla statue. Also, or full body. Uh, also, statue. the Japanese know the the threat and terror of a full size Godzilla. They're not going to tempt fate. That's just it's just it's inappropriate. They're like we really. just don't. I mean, they're like, yeah. do you realize how much the land is worth that this Godzilla is standing on? We have to we have to compress it down. <laughs> um, but I did read a bunch of funny uh, trip advisors for, for this Godzilla statue <laughs> for people who had been like on like Godzilla walking tours and like arrived at the statue <laughs> stomping tours, please. And um, no doubt felt sort <laughs> rampages of, uh, as we call them rampages. <laughs> Felt uh, a little bit uh, miffed, and so miffed, in fact, that someone changed their username to God That Thing Is Tiny Zilla to say. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You assume they changed their name. <laughs> it's possible. They might have been talking about, I don't know, someone's Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> 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 uh, it's loved it the most. <laughs> well, if that was the case, they were aware of the irony because they said, the title really says it all. Perhaps a Godzilla made for ants. Not sure. Good luck finding this gem! Exclamation point. Thumbs up. Well, at least they, they wished you good luck. They want you to see it, you know. Really, that, that nickname, that by which I mean username, wow, uh, is the best advertisement possible for this Godzilla, I think. Um, but then it's the uh, a highly rated so someone who rated this a five star attraction um, also decided to to do a little bit of body shaming of the old Godzilla oh, wow. and they said the small statue of Godzilla that used to be here is now gone and has been replaced with a larger much more dynamic statue which is much more impressive like going from the original waddle hipped Godzilla <laughs> to a much more athletic version <laughs> worth a visit if you're a Godzilla fucker I mean fan <laughs> Wait, what? Whoa. No. Worth a visit if you're a Godzilla fan. I think that guy is sexually attracted to Godzilla. This Godzilla, like, anyway. 
waddled hipped. Yeah. I don't even oh, know what that, that means. That Godzilla could have easily 14 children. He's yeah, like, that's he's a like, real turn on for me. He's like, I'm I Amish, by the way. I understand Godzilla went through a breakup. This is revenge body Godzilla. It's back. It's got a beautiful form. <laughs> so it will yeah. also like, I mean, right, because 1954 Godzilla man in the suit. <laughs> this is this is exactly the kind of person who's like I actually prefer CG special effects. <laughs> I prefer CG special effects because they, to me they seem a lot more physically attractive. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Thick Godzilla or no Godzilla at all? I'm saying. <laughs> you know, if I had to, I would definitely give it to Darth Maul <laughs> <laughs> over over Darth Vader any day. Yeah. If so, I if I'm doing a Darth. If I'm doing a Sith, it's Maul. And I'm telling that to every Ukrainian I see. <laughs> let's just, let's just, I mean, I'm not like weird or nothing, but like if if, if uh, General Grievous wanted it, he could get it anytime. <laughs> no weirdo, but like General Grievous could get my, my aloha anytime he wants. <laughs> I bet that, I bet that Godzilla gets his aloha wet. Oh man. In the ocean. <laughs> So I obviously called this a small blunder. Oh, why yeah. would you build? Oh, why would you build a tiny Godzilla? This the, is a dumb idea. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> I'm with hometown alloy, but fair. Yeah, fair. So did you know that the first Godzilla statue actually had a different inscription? And it said, mm. and this is apparently a quote from the first Godzilla movie. And it's, I don't think this Godzilla is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's perfect. How, how, that's, that's poetry. That's how amazing. How prescient it was to think that. It was right, like, right. I'm way too fat to be the last Godzilla. <laughs> oh, They're going to replace me with a way sexier Godzilla in the future. <laughs> Some weird foreigner is going to want to have sex with my descendant. <laughs> my replacement. Not me. Please, my successor. <laughs> Friend's own Godzilla. Aww. But no, that's why I called this one Sequel Statue 2. We'll get it right this time. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I like it. Uh, goodness. I don't know. I feel like maybe I kind of I feel like a hometown alloy should get its day. Fair. Yeah. 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 Poor Godzilla. I'll take it. I'll Poor take Central it. Tokyo. <laughs> Poor shopping mall that probably is just like, we just want to have this fun statue and people are just like, not just... cool enough. <laughs> I expected it to be much bigger. I want to be afraid when I shop. Speaking of speaking of uh, of of wishing for something to be bigger and then delivering in every sense of the word. Aloha. aloha. <laughs> let's say let's all give a nice big warm aloha to the various locations around Grand County, Indiana <laughs> that house. 14 total Garfield statues. Oh my <laughs> 14 Garfield statues. For those who do not know, I'm referring to Garfield, <laughs> the orange lasagna eating cat from the comic book strip in the funny papers. Not the president. <laughs> right? Wait, so the clear. comic book strip in the funny that's papers. Because if we're Are not talking like, about the president, that's going to change my entire perspective on this. <laughs> I was just like, this is the most not, patriotic not town. Grover <laughs> Cleveland Monday school. <laughs> Wait, Grover Cleveland? Not uh, James Garfield? No, Grover Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> no, Garfield. James Garfield. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Sesame Street is what we're talking about. So, Fairmount, Indiana, which is in Grand County, is the hometown of Jim Davis, the creator of the comic book strip Garfield. Mary, I think we all know who Jim Davis is. <laughs> um, and Jim Davis is actually totally a hometown alloy in that he <laughs> has built his 
Pause Inc. Studio. Oh my god. Um, just a short oh drive outside of his oh uh, hometown. Goddamn. God and um, so the so Fairmount and the surrounding center, uh, cities of Marion Gas City up and Upland, <laughs> Indiana. Wait, is this is this Mad Max Fury Road? <laughs> Are these Gas real places? City. Yeah. <laughs> decided to honor this famous resident by erecting the Garfield Trail. Oh 14 Garfield statues in Grand County. Sounds like a great euphemism. <laughs> we erected the Garfield Trail, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, it takes roughly... It takes Garfield's roughly, got a 14-inch penis, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you follow uh, their recommended map and go in order... Which, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Of statues 1 through 14. What if you're a drive, rebel and you go back? <laughs> Your drive will take two hours and ten minutes. Holy shit! And you will cover eighty point six miles. Oh Whoa. my god! I, well, I, I don't they... think I had any sense of that. I when yeah. I was looking at these, I, I assumed that like you know it was kind of like just a little walking tour, like twenty minutes. No. And yeah. You're done. No, 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 no. You absolutely have to drive. Like this is not. It's not like it's not even on like a, a continuous path. Like you have to go to different. You have to go to different oh cities god. in a county. Oh my god! Yep, some of them are walking distance between, but why, most of why? them are. Mary, why? Why? <laughs> why? Um, why? Jim Davis has a lot of sway. Do in you Indiana. have? So I know I posted Got mad swag. Yeah, I know I posted, and we're gonna post pictures of this too um, on our social medias and the website. But have you guys? Did you guys like figure out roughly how big these statues yeah, are? I actually oh yeah, they're, they're like they're like three four feet tall. Looks like. They're bigger than that. They're oh. usually five feet in height. They're oh. taller than the bronze ones. <laughs> they're bigger than the bronze No, they're not. No, no, they're as big as the bronze ones, at least. <laughs> they're size, but they're wider. They're, yeah. they're, 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 90, they're 0.95 fonses, please. Do you guys have a favorite Garfield statue that you saw? Because oh. I definitely do. Oh, really? I, go like, ahead, I go was, for it. I was so underwhelmed by these statues. <laughs> I used the term me? loosely. These look like no. These look like the kind of things that like you would interact with as a child back when McDonald's had like the McDonald's Land Playland, and there's like that weird thing you ride on that's a fillet of fish sandwich. Somehow, <laughs> these are like these look like those kinds of things. Like yeah, no. Yeah, um, I mean, like they're fine, you, but like you, you don't love you don't love the picturesque grandeur of uh, the glass blowing Garfield in Gas City. <laughs> no, I did like that. One. <laughs> I don't know if I saw that. Yeah, one. that one is amazing. <laughs> The best part is occasionally. So this is a this is a this is a Garfield with the with the pipe, and then there's a there's uh, an actual glass ball at the end of it. Yeah, he's also, that, he also kind of looks like meth head Garfield. <laughs> yeah, and he's like blowing into it. The problem is that sometimes the glass does break. Oh God! And has to be replaced, and then you just have the bougiest, longest crack pipe smoking Garfield statue. Free base Garfield. Which I'm sure, which I'm sure is kind of an issue in Gas City. <laughs> oh, man. No. Oh, my God. Um, I liked Pause uh, for Thought, which is just Garfield in a totally plain white t-shirt looking smug. Hold on. I got to pull these up. Hold on. Yeah, there's like, like Firehouse Garfield. They're, I mean, I don't know, man. They're just... You know what? Glass just, blowing Garfield. No, glass blowing Garfield is amazing, but they're just crap. They're so crap, <laughs> guys. What? Calling them statues makes me feel bad inside. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pick a favorite one, and I already picked glass blowing. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. I will say while I'm looking at the photos to pick a favorite one, um, I really, I just, I hope slash looking at this, I definitely know for totally sure that Jim Davis had a real bully when he was growing up. Because no. this is like, this is like the ultimate like. 
Fuck you! I'm Jeff Davis! I got out of this town and I made my way, then I came back to rub it in your face. Well, 14 I made times. It, I, made, I made it out of this town slightly to build my pause-ink studio. <laughs> where, I write, where I draw I and write. I still see you at the local Kroger regularly. Now who's never gonna get laid, Mike? <laughs> you know what? You know what, Biff? <laughs> So wait, wait. I'm sleeping on a bed of lasagnas now. <laughs> Ooh, God. He probably does, Jim Davis. Creep. I shouldn't judge Jim Davis. He's probably a nice guy. Shouldn't we? Uh, is he, or, is, or, or do you think he might has the potential to be like a, like a what's, a, what's that guy? It's the Dilbert guy. Scott Adams? A real Scott oh, yeah. Adams <laughs> bra- <laughs> broken brain weirdo. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Duff or Garfield is a thing. Oh, so golf. Okay, yeah. I know. I got, warm I got very excited when I saw when I saw the uh, title for Duffer Garfield, and then I was disappointed. I definitely thought that Fit for Life Garfield, who's just sort of active and on a giant pedestal, was holding a bottle of milk, and it was like for like a baby. And I was definitely concerned about that. Um, wow, these are there's just a lot of variety. There are fourteen of them. There's more creativity in these statues than in any single Garfield comic strip ever produced. I think. I do like how Duffer Garfield looks like it's maybe made out of something different. Like most of them are just kind of like you know normal fiberglass stuff, but Duffer Garfield looks like he might be kind of more of a more of a textured plastic sort of situation. <laughs> he's not. He's not shiny and quite so cheap looking. I would agree with that. I'm also gonna say my favorite. I'm calling it is the cool cat. Not because he's cool, because he's cool standing right by the sign for the uh, Historical Museum of Fairmount. (laughs) Isn't the cool cat eating ice cream? Uh, It looks like he has a fist as though he was going to eat ice cream, but there's nothing in it. He's making a fist wearing a red leather jacket, red red puffer jacket. No, 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 no. He's definitely he's definitely holding a roach. He's like he's like he's like poking up. There is one holding like a giant ice cream cone. No, 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 no. Cool cat Garfield is like low key getting high in this picture. Yeah, the cool cat, cool cat, the cool cat. Scream for ice cream is when you're looking at you're thinking of Mary. Yeah. Wow. And his shirt his shirt just says Upland, which I'm assuming is the town it's in, but also like what? But also maybe just like in support of the concept of land versus water. Yeah, as opposed to downland, which is you know whatever. Yeah, glass glass below Garfield looks like he's playing a saxophone, but he messed up. the wrong thing. <laughs> or maybe like, like a weird having, break. Is, is, is mishandling a Christmas ornament? <laughs> and also it's right by like an oil rig. It Gas like, City! <laughs> Gas City! <laughs> yeah, where you have to like, you know, trade bullets for slaves or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Thomas, have you picked a favorite Garfield? I have two favorite Garfields actually. I like college-bound Garfield just because he's like wearing a bow tie waving on a train which like implies that Garfield is like going to college in the late 19th century <laughs> um, and also I also really like Dr. Garfield because well, you he's, would. He's, okay right so you have this so he's outside this the, the general hospital and he's got like the you know he's standing there's a Garfield statue and then it looks like behind him is maybe the ambulance bay which makes me think that perhaps like the ER where like all the meth crime from gas city is like rolling in there's like people bleeding and suffering and dying next to this stupid Garfield statue with his <laughs> smug eyes and people are like wailing as their family members are like, you know, sucking chest wounds and 
everything just exsanguinating around it. I think that 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 seems nice to me. <laughs> and then there's a, and then there's a person that drove two hours and eight minutes to towards the end of the Garfield Trail trying to get a picture with this Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> get in uh, close, and they don't realize they're in like the heart of like meth ca- meth country, Indiana. You know, and, and also like if if anyone thinks that we're just sort of presuming that this is meth county meth county indiana one of these garfields is called speed king <laughs> speed king garfield just so we're very clear he's a basketball player i don't get the connection but speed king so yeah holy smokes yeah um jim davis you are like the king of the weirdest kingdom ever in indiana <laughs> basically oh. uh, um categories uh, I went with because uh, because and I know this is a bit of a twist on the idea, but um, because these are here due to the fact that a real person, Jim Davis, is from the area, I went with well cast. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Thomas. So it's funny to talk about this after we already talked about Harvey the Rabbit. But these things really are fiberglass obscenities. And so that's why I call this a Disney 25th anniversary cake castle. Mm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. really fair. <laughs> Have you guys noticed that something really hasn't happened this episode yet? What's that? A bit of singing. Oh, oh wow, weird. I had noticed. I thought I was running a nice tight ship as I was skippering this episode smoothly through ports. Well, you're about to hit choppy waters. <laughs> oh. Because my category is... Cheesy like a Sunday morning. <laughs> Parenthetical paper. <laughs> Wait, is the cheese lasagna cheese? Sure. Why not? I, why aren't there normal and Odie statues? Great question. <laughs> I think you answered your question. Why aren't there normal statues? <laughs> In normal Indiana. What if there's normal Indiana as a place? What if there were John Arbuckle statues accompanying the Garfield statues, and then people could like have a cottage industry of doing like Garfield, let's Garfield block, where you like take a picture and then <laughs> then like Photoshop out Garfield. <laughs> Oh Here's one thing. What's really funny about all of this is that I feel like Garfield has has seized like early internet really loved Garfield. We got Garfield without Garfield. We got mm-hmm. Lasagna Cat, which are both things that I truly love and make me laugh very, very hard. Mm-hmm. So like, God bless it. Unfortunately, these fiberglass statues are not that good. They're just damn earnest. Though. Well, they're I, so earnest. I think that like Garfield also like, I mean, when I was a kid, like, I, like Scholastic Book Club, you could order like Gar- like bound Garfield strips and like trade paperback and stuff. So, oh sure. I mean, like, I think, I think, I think us, us, us old millennials just love Garfield. <laughs> it's built into us. Yeah. Just yeah. loving Garfield. Which, uh, which category won? I think it's Mary. I think She's it's like not Mary because too much singing. <laughs> <laughs> Such minimal singing. I really, she's shown a lot of restraint. No, a lot of restraint. Yeah. Mary gets. Mary gets. Yeah. All right, so we're coming to the end of our list. <laughs> so we're headed to Celeron, New York, um, hometown of Lucille Ball, to see the statue of her. Which, uh, like, where mm. does the where does well, the actor start and the character yeah, this begin? Is also good, right. this is a statue of me. Why is this specific a Lucy Ricardo statue and not just like yeah, it's the Lucille Ball statue in her because she's wearing role. her I Love Lucy clothing. She's right. wearing like a house dress. Right, but but like. But also, real person Lucille Ball also <laughs> wore that clothing. <laughs> well, but like when on she was stage, doing her bit. She is, is a fictional character. Okay. 
who happens to share the same first name. This would be like if you built like a Dick Van Dyke show Dick Van Dyke statue. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like <laughs> You know what you know what that statue would be doing? Just flying over an ottoman. It would actually just it would be, it would be a public uh, danger. <laughs> the amount of times that big bronze Dick Van Dyke would just be collapsing on things. Please, My please, God. Aloha Van Dyke, please. <laughs> so the statue in uh, the statue had some controversy in 2009. Um, the statue was built, um, but people felt like it was kind of like it was kind of a joke, and they deemed it scary and not accurate. And it earned the nickname of Scary Lucy. To be fair, though, it's you, nightmarish. Yeah, yeah, the yeah original you, version. You're, you're really underselling it here, right? You're like, I mean, people hated it for some reason. <laughs> Not because it looks like Lucille Ball is a melted monster. <laughs> she looks like, looks, she looks like a Hellraiser, like Hellraiser Cenobite or something. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of look like Lucille Ball as a zombie it's yeah. very yes. frightening well, so the, the, the artist is working off of an action figure that accidentally got put into a microwave so I think that's that's, <laughs> that's what happens it makes, what it was it makes is perfect like, sense if Lucy was a Joss Whedon Buffy the Vampire Slayer vampire <laughs> <laughs> so the statue stood for six years with just as a, lo- as a local joke and <laughs> just then a joke just please I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> and then until uh, 2015, um, images of this statue went viral, basically people being like, isn't this terrifying? <laughs> um, and it's received international media coverage <laughs> because it was so scary. Yes. The artist came forward and humbly said that he would like to discuss fixing the statue. But the town officials were like, thanks, no thanks. Unless you're willing to do it at your own expense. <laughs> wow. Um, but later on that same year, that's the mayor said that they were looking to hire a different artist instead. They would pay someone else to create wow. a new statue. Burn. Um, <clears throat> and that statue, please make it of Columbo. Just for, just for fun. <laughs> Columbo. Oh, we thought we were going to go replacement Lucy. But okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All government statues. That's where the giant cucumber that was supposed to go up in Budapest wound up. And in August uh, 2016, a new statue was was erected, um, built by or created by artist uh, Carolyn Palmer, who said, "I not only wanted to portray the playful, animated, and spontaneous Lucy, but also the glamorous Hollywood icon." Basically, being like, "I wanted to give you a Lucy that everyone would think was hot." <laughs> this is sexy Lucy. I mean. Yeah, if there if there was a statue on this list that you wanted to fully Godzilla, it would be this one. <laughs> yep. She also said, I also I just hoped that all the Lucy fans fans are pleased and that Lucille Ball herself would have enjoyed this image of her. <laughs> which is to say which is some major shade Man, on the old statue. Yeah, yeah poor old I really, um, artist. I, yeah, I feel bad for the original. Well, I mean, don't like, feel don't okay. feel too bad. So this statue, um, the statue now is is in the place of where Scary Lucy was and is now called Lovely Lucy instead. Oh, oh God. Presumably, but, presumably because fuckable Lucy was not, not, not okay to put on a plaque. <laughs> but here's the thing. People cared about this whole issue because Scary Lucy was so scary. And if you erect a beautiful statue of Lucy, people don't care so much. Oh. So later... <laughs> To because it had garnered such local tourist attention and oh, yeah. uh, and me and media following, they found they had to uh, that dropped off sharply after Lovely Lucy was erected. They placed <laughs> like many they, an aloha across this great land. 
they uh, they created a mini Lucy trail on Garfield <laughs> by re-erecting a scary Lucy seventy-five yards away from other Lucy, as if she's creeping through the woods, ready to get lovely Lucy. <laughs> maybe it's kind of like maybe it's supposed to be like this is what it looks like when you're young, and then age and time get us all. I think it's like um, I think it's actually more like a picture of Dorian Gray situation. Lucy, before and after the fire at the gas works. <laughs> um, do we have any? Do we have anything oh, else we wish to say? Uh, oh man, I, I just. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, let's go straight to category. So I have obviously called this an urban uh, reviralization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have two categories, one for each statue. Amateur. Uh-huh. This is a one category show, damn Split it. No, categories. <laughs> the best. No. Um, <laughs> the uh, old Lucy is, of course, or uh-huh. the scary Lucy is, needs more realism, better if invisible. And lovely Lucy is sequel statue two. We'll get it right this time. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I simply went with uh, because, of course, it's based on a real person uh, and association associations with a real person. Well cast. <laughs> okay. I feel like we have to go into split category. I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Twice the category. Twice the points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So this is normally the part of the list or of the show where we say we did it, but we haven't done it yet. Why not? Did you guys notice anything about this list when you were going through it? Would you perhaps say that this list is overwhelmingly full of alohas? <laughs> oh, I, I suppose it is. Yeah. Yeah. That was intentional on my part. Allow me to hit you with some stats. Drop them. So the gender gap in the public sculpture <laughs> space is very, very real across the hundreds and and, and pervasive the world over. Uh, across the hundreds and hundreds of statues in New York City, just five dis- depict historic women. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only women in Central Park um, until very, very recently were uh, three statues of fictional women, Alice in Wonderland, Shakespeare's Juliet, and Mother Goose. And Wait, hold on. Watch- Mother Goose wasn't real? <laughs> in Washington, D.C., a place famous for all of their statues and monuments and all that stuff. Yeah. Most of them are um, ladies, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> there are only five statues depicting women from history. Chicago parks have zero statues of women and 48 statues of men. <laughs> I mean, to, to, um, what is the gender of that bean? That, that big chrome bean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, San Francisco has 87 statues across the city and only two of them are of historic women. So a recent uh, search of female historical figures in the among the Smithsonian American art uh, inventory, public art inventory, found that less than 9% of over the 6,900 recorded works were of historical women. Wow. So, so, but a lot of places are trying to do something about this. So San Francisco is kind of leading the charge and they have, um, they have a, uh, quota to meet to try to get by 2020, um, the average is up so that I think it's like, to like one in every four statues <laughs> that are going to be erected are going to be women. Oh, that doesn't feel particularly great, but I would say there's a couple This is kind of just getting some, you know some media attention around this time so if you hear stuff about this you know think about it yeah. representation matters yeah you maybe maybe again i know that the some people 
want there to be Confederate <laughs> historical statues, but maybe things that are a little more relevant. Or at like, least, could they be Confederate women? Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> can we get some Confederate women? Can we get some <laughs> racist women statues? You know, it's a half step forward <laughs> and like a full step back. So eh, do the math. Um, wow. Damn. That's shocking. Yeah. Actually, the fictional space is actually the place where you're most likely <laughs> to find women. So putting this list together was a little bit hard. Ouch. Um, but there you go. But no, there are not tons of statues of historic women. So we, might you say that while while we did it, yay, uh, public art in America is not doing it. Yeah, we need to make room. Wise. We yeah. need to make room. And there's a lot of problems with it too. Like, like we've been we've been kind of joking back and forth about the the Confederate statues, but like a lot of a lot of times when people bring this up, they're like, "Well, we already have all the statues the city needs. Oh, Where would we put another statue? I can't think of a single goddamn place we could put a statue in the city. Can you? All Whoa. the all they the pylons swear? are totally... swear in their press release. <laughs> there are all these alohas perched on top of the pylons. We can't take them down. <laughs> Uh, but I think it's, you know, so I, I wanted to mention at the end as a as a call to be like, you know, if we have room for 14 <laughs> fiberglass Garfields, maybe we can start erecting some uh, some statues for Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Yeah. Controversial thought. Let's go for 15 Lady Garfield. <laughs> yeah. Normal. 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 <laughs> Where are the where are the normals? You see, yeah, I was uh, so woke, I anticipated this. I was just like, where's normal? Uh, All right. I think we've finally done it. Boom. 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 Thank you, Thomas, so yeah. much for joining us on this episode. Oh, yes. that's right. Oh, you're welcome, Mary. Thanks for guesting on my show. Would you like to plug anything, Mary? I would like to plug my other show, which also features <laughs> Thomas, but not Andrew. Oh. <laughs> called Crypt, Crypt Creepers, where we are rewatching and reviewing uh, episodes of Tales from the Crypt, the old HBO series. Why would anybody want to watch that? And Andrew, do you have anything? <laughs> well, I'm on a show called Categorical Oracle. Maybe you guys will listen to it on a regular basis. It's pretty great. Uh, never, never heard no, of it. No, don't, no. don't, I don't, right. I don't care for that mm, sort of thing. Yeah. No, generally not. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Please head all over to Apple Podcasts or the platform of your choice to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. And don't forget to buy a copy of Tales from the Crypt from <laughs> Amazon.com because John Casir <laughs> needs your boat, needs that boat money. <laughs> I love you and good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Outrageous.